Yo, showtime, showtime! What's going on? Four, three, three two, one! Hello everybody and welcome to my place on the internet where I am your host Peter aka the mutton shop guy where I bring you more big and burly furry content. Oh yeah! Today I'm bringing you a very very special episode because this is going to be the first time I'm actually covering something within this subject matter. And what is that subject matter? Kimono manga! If you don't know what kimono is it's it's in a rudimentary way it is furry but it's not furry when you actually talk to the people because it's just this whole thing about kimono and furry being separate even though they're somewhat like the same thing i don't get it don't ask why um okay yes i cover furry content on this channel because you know what is a prominent portion of this genre known as geikomi or bara here in the states because people still latch onto old terms but yeah it would be foolhardy for me not to cover this stuff considering that it is such an entrenched part of the genre so yeah sorry if you're not into this stuff but here we are so let's dive right into the recommendations that i got from one of my discord server members and of course watch people in the comment section yell at me for not giving the furry fandom enough credit or showering them with enough fan art i i, I we're getting off track here so what was recommended to me was not only one, not only two, but three. However, I did find out that the second one that got recommended to me has a little bit more of an expanded thing, so I'm just going to cover the first two that were recommended to me. So thank you to this person here, as you can see on the screen. They're the ones that recommended it to me, and I certainly hope you enjoy this episode because it's made for you. I made this for you! Alrighty, first one up is called Muchi Muchi Chiru, or The Chubby Treatment, and it's written by Gamma, which I believe Gamma is a very prominent, well-known person within the Kimono field because I, I've seen a lot of his stuff, like, a, a lot, a lot. We first meet our bear doctor. Oh, okay, cool, it's not a teacher this time. As his patient arrives, he tells him to get on the table so he can examine him since he has no other patients at this time. I, I don't know why you needed to tell him that. A wizard did it! The patient explains how he was hit with a bike, causing him to have whiplash, basically. The doctor checks his back and only concurs with his patient that his claim is correct and gets to work with his procedure by taking his clothes off. Yep, this is happening already. Nice. The patient freaks out and the doctor explains how he's going to implement his chubby treatment. The patient asks if he meant whiplash treatment, because in Japanese, Muchi Muchi means chubby, as Muchi Uchi means whiplash. Y yeah, language is... language is weird. Homonyms, I guess. The doctor tells him to relax and stay still as he does the procedure, which is just him laying on top of his patient's back and letting the chubbiness apply pressure to the affected areas and stimulating them at the same time? Why does this look familiar? What are you looking at? It's a cartoon! So once he gets done with his back, he flips him around the dude again to his front, only to see that his patient is horny, and we get our next plot. Yep, we're just going to exercise our doctor-patient confidentiality, aren't we? Hey, at least it's consented. Yes! 
Alrighty, next up is DNA by the same writer. Also, it's I guess it's from another person named I Divide. I I don't know. The I Divide was in front of DNA, so I don't really know what this all means exactly. But you know, we're just gonna keep moving forward. So in this one-shot manga, it starts off with one guy named Babak being kidnapped by a group of scientists. Gudo, the lead scientist, and Gray, his assistant, who then perform various lewd acts against his will in order to collect his specimen for trying to harness his power's potency. Yep, this shit gets really nuts by page one and doesn't stop. So uh, we're just we're just gonna move on because it's just that's 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 all the one shot. Wow. Now the third part that I'm going to cover here is by I Divide again, called Sacred Beast Stone Amber Cube. In this two-part installment, we learn about the world where two forces are clashing against each other. Bahara the scientist and Garum the mages. Oh look, it's science versus magic. How cool. Oh cool! I mean... Cool. And young males of the Garum faction are starting to disappear, including Babak who we met in DNA. Because this is kind of continuation of it, somehow. Bongo, his student, begs his leadership to allow him to search for his mentor. After an enemy intruder breaks in to steal valuable items for the treasury, only for Bongo to retrieve the spirit amber cube, the leadership grants him to go on a solo rescue mission to find his mentor. And already he gets lost and finds himself at a cliff. Way to go, Bongo. <laughs> then he decides to use his amber cube to summon the spirit that resides within. And we learn from his spirit, Forg, that spirits make contracts with their masters, and they require a source of power from their master, which turns out to be their bodily fluids! And no, I don't mean blood, but I mean the male milk of Garims. I can't make this shit up, I swear, this is just, what the hell, why is so many solutions involving this stuff, man? I've seen it in so many different Kimono manga before. Why? Why? You know, it's just, it's weird. You need to cast a spell? Body fluids! Need to solve a puzzle? Body fluids! Need to defeat your enemies with a clever trick? Body fluids! Alright, alright, alright! So Bongo manages to get forward back into his cube before anything happens and decides to continue on with his mission. Then another spirit named Deba finds Bongo, explains to him that he's there to capture Agarim, and then proceeds to capture him! What's this? It looks like we get some tentacle action now, don't we? Yep, Deva catches a whiff of Bongo's sweet scent and then he goes on to feed himself using his shape-shifting tentacles repeatedly. Yep, just checking off all the fan service one can get in a single session. Yes, yes, yes! So Bongo manages to summon Forg again and escape with Deva, only for Forg to feed himself by using his special skills to help Bongo give up his juices. Like, what in the actual fuck? I mean, I get it, it's a one-shot, but wow, just aggressively milking this man for all he's got. HA! GAY! Deva shows up when Ford gains a major power-up just from consuming Bongo's juices as a suppository, and proceeds to kick his ass. What the f*** am I reading? What have I done? Deva realizes that he's in over his head and leaves promising that he'll be back for Bongo. And it ends on Bongo and Ford moving on with their mission? And this is what a Discord member recommends to me. Five minutes later. In the second part we first see Bongo eating, 
while Forg is eating also. Meanwhile, the scientist crew learns about Bongo and when Debo returns to them and sends out an yet another spirit named Vezi. Vezi? Vezi? I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, you guys know I'm bad with names. To counter out Forg's fire abilities with Vezi's water abilities, Bongo returns to traveling only to be attacked by Deba again. He manages to get Forg away from Bongo and he has to resort to his own magical skills to save himself from the fall landing in a pond. Then we get another set of tentacle action along with various spirit techniques, milking Bongo repeatedly until Forg returns. And by techniques, I mean horny juices to get more milk. Why, why did I read this? Why, why did I think this was a good idea? Why are we still here? Just to suffer. So Fork tries to save Bongo from his tormented captivity. And ends up captured as well. They try draining him of his juices, which gets him to transform into a younger version of himself. I'm just gonna say this now. There are many stories like this where magic revolves around semen. Always with the semen. I mean, did anyone else see Redo of Healer? They could have been his piss, spit, blood, nope, it had to be baby gravy because the author had a choice. They managed to break the collar on Deva, who then helps save Bongo to, and defeat Vezi. We learn that the spirits are mind controlled by the colored technology Deva was wearing, and that he's also a Babak spirit who was captured from the Bahara and made to attack Bongo. And it ends with all three of them going after Babak while talking about how hungry they are. Man, I feel for Bongo, like the dude's just trying to save his sensei and gets milked more times than I think a cow could handle. What? What the fuck? Yep, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I I I I can't necessarily recommend these as a good read. Uh, I will certainly say that some of it was actually rather entertaining. I mean, the 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 chubby treatment one was pretty was pretty funny as a one shot. And I mean, this is a very classic example of a one shot for this particular genre. All right. I mean, the very first one shot of Baramanga I ever read was about a dude who asked a plumber to come over. The guy shows up, things happen, and leaves, and an actual plumber shows up. Like, yeah, that's. Yep, that's what it is. The other thing I would also want to say is that as much as I understand the appeal about Tentacle and why people like it so much, it's not necessarily one of my greatest appeals. Uh, you know, I, I'm just going to use the same argument that I used before. I see the appeal and I would never take it away from anyone, but I would also never stand in line for it. But. I will certainly say this, I'm okay reading it as long as, you know, keep it tasteful. <laughs> so first things first, I definitely want to say thank you to my Discord members for actually interacting with me on my Discord server. It's really nice to see. Yes, I do have other recommendations that are coming out here pretty soon. Uh, I know that this one person asked me to play this video game, which I'm doing that right now. and. Boy, do I have things to say about this game. Perfect! 
But if you guys have any recommendations for me that revolves around the three tags known as Bara, Gay Komi, or Men's Love, please send it my way because I would love to hear that. If you want that to get pushed up in the ranking queues, you can always donate to my Ko-Fi as a one-time donation to kind of, you know, egg me on to do it. Because, you know, when people pay me to do stuff, it, it, I feel more obligated to do it. So, just, just saying. Alright, then I will. Other than that, if you also want to follow me along on any of my social medias, you'll find any of that stuff down in the description below. And please do not hesitate to comment on my videos because, you know, I try, I try to answer those when I also don't fill myself with anxiety. Because sometimes I am terrified to, to answer because I don't know how to answer some comments sometimes. Yeah. Don't worry, buddy. You're doing fine. And one last thing, uh, I have been reading a lot of comments coming in about the History of Bara episodes. I'm I'm strongly considering remaking that one because, yeah, uh, I was a very young video editing blossom at the time when I made that video and didn't really know what I was doing and also, you know, made that before I had any reception of how my podcast was going to be. So, you, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take your guys' feedback on that episode and... and, and Get back to you on that one because I, you, you know what bar deserves way better videos than I I, I gave it at the beginning and you, you, yeah that's that's where we are yes, yes, yes. but I certainly hope you guys enjoy what I had to do in this episode I certainly hope to hear from you guys and any recommendations you have other than that I absolutely love you guys but you guys have a fun time and I'll see you guys all in the next one uh, bye bye